Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Clay Targets and More. Tonight, we are blessed to have a lady on that has made a huge name for herself by creating a business that helps people help people. So, Mrs. Angie Teal started a company called Springing Teal uh, to fill a void. And I'm here to tell you that this lady does more with less than you could ever imagine. So, uh, later on this evening, uh, as soon as she gets a few minutes, we will be blessed to get her to uh, come on. And um, I can't wait to visit with her. And I tell you, I'm really excited this evening because this is basically going to be uh, Miss Clay's, my wife's uh, interview. And, uh, you know, we're going to support and do what we can. But uh, Clay and Angie are, are, are friends and uh, Jason and Angie are friends. And uh, so it's, it's going to be really cool. So I, I can't wait to uh, get her on in a few minutes. So welcome, Jason. What's up, Mike? You keeping your game tight, sir? Man, huh? I do fight tight, man. I mean, like, like light, full tight, like extra full, turkey full tight, turkey, man. Turkey full, huh? Crude full, I bet, over there. Uh, <laughs> uh -huh. You want to go there? No, not really. <laughs> I, I will. I'll go. I ain't scared of you. Hell no. I'm scared of nothing, man. You know that. Where's that, where's that old Clay Money? Is she, is she on, too? I am on. What's up, guys? Man, you got so you got, and you ought to go like on national radio, Clay. You got that great, beautiful oh, voice. Is? Yeah, you got a beautiful voice. Thank so. you so much. You know, Clay, just Clay's lets me lucky know. to wake up, or Mike's lucky to wake up to that every day, ain't he? <laughs> huh? Just lets me know that if I ever need a, a sex phone voice, then you know, pay some extra bills. I'm gonna have that grovelly like. But, yeah. Hey, what is that one eight hundred number you yes. got going on? Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Hey, Jason, what are you doing? How are you? Good, good. Everything's good. Busy trying to hire people. Uh, I'm in the safety part of uh, my my job, but yeah, I do some new or, new hire orientations, and it's busy. I promise you. So trying to find people's a chore, but we found people, and it's a uh, it is kicking right along. As far as my occupation goes, so how long is your new how long is your new uh, employee orientation take? Uh, normally a couple of days. I, I spend oh, wow. about a half a day, maybe a full day with them, depending on their experience, and then uh, and then we do some H two S and uh, uh, Safe Land. They could take up to three days actually, if if the it kind of depends on the everybody's schedule, how you schedule it right, and their experience. So. Uh, just a hopefully hopefully a day or two, you know, you can kind of knock them out and put them to work. So that's uh, that, that's what our people? goal is. Man, actually, believe it or not, I had one today, Clay from Hobbs. Uh, I'm not going to mention his name, but uh, he grew up in Hobbs. He's uh, he he was he's uh, born in 1990. What is that? 31, 32, 90. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's born in 90. So he's from Hobbs. So we'll, we can talk about that later. So. No worries. That's fantastic. I'm happy that you're finding people because that is the mm -hmm. the hard part right now. Yeah. When we had that conversation, we had that conversation today, and we all know this because we're from this part of the world. But it was like I introduced him to a few guys, and they're like, "Where are you from?" Hobbs, and everybody goes, "Ooh, how's that?" And I go, <laughs> "Man, don't feel bad. I get the same thing. Where were you born, Odessa? Oh Ooh. man, that's not good. We're all <laughs> there ain't never been no trees here. We don't have to have trees to live. 
So, yeah, it's <laughs> obviously for people who don't know, we get a lot of new incomers from uh, the eastern part of the United States, and they're uh, they they like trees, obviously. <laughs> yeah, so, they're very used to those trees. They're I very think, used to part of the problem. Jason, mm-hmm. I have got the funniest story about trees, and that has to do with those guys that came in from like the Netherlands over here to put in the um, wind turbines. Mm-hmm. And the this gentleman that I met at the bar was sitting there at Chili's or whatever, you know, shooting the shit. And uh, he, he's just really d- down. And I'm like, what is wrong, sir? And he said, well, I'm from the Netherlands. And I Googled this place. And I found out that I was going to be living the next six months of my life in the largest oak forest in the whole entire world. Like, it's seriously on the records in the Guinness Book of World Records. Hobbs, New Mexico, and all of that surrounding Eunice Jal area is part of the largest oak forest in the world. Yeah, but it's shinery oak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that that's the uh, sand hills too. Yes, yeah. A big and imperial is a big part of it. I had to. Oh laugh. my God! Who, is, who, who, who is that, that just chimed in? Is that Brody on the phone? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, oh, Brody. Hey, oh, it's gonna be a great hey, episode tonight. Man. Wow! Yeah, throwing in throwing in some West Texas knowledge in there. I like that. It's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, it, yeah. It is. I seen it. You've been here. I know you have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's awesome. What have you Brody, been up to, you, Brody? Uh, working and, and and some more working and then a little bit more working behind that. And then occasionally uh, slapping some ass and sleeping somewhere in there. <laughs> hey, as long as you're still slapping ass, man. I mean, that's what matters, you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. That's, that's it. At our advanced age, you got to make sure you're still smacking it every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, ain't no doubt. Are you are you are you slapping it while you're sleeping though, Chad? Maybe. Uh, who knows? Probably. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah, it's just like, hey, what are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> you got five minutes. I got five minutes. <laughs> you got well, five could... minutes to get on your side. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Currently, with the dog sleeping in the bed with us, it's I don't know whose ass I'm slapping. Yeah, yeah. move over. One of y'all move over. Right? I ain't got no room. I'm a, I'm a big guy. I need, I need more than about two inches of the bed. That's funny. What, what did uh, what y'all think of those guns? Us uh, Chris Trues got for sale. I was a sexy, ain't no doubt. That's, I like um, I like that side lock. That's a that's an old school gun there. Old old that, feet that, gun. Yeah, that side lock was interesting. That side lock is much thinner than um, yours and Ricky's. Uh, is it really? Yes, it's tremendously thinner. Huh? Yes, I kept picking it up and holding it, and of course. He just got it back. It's never been assembled since he got it back from Craig off from redoing the entire gun. I got it in my office, strung across the couch and two chairs, putting it together so I can hold it. And, um, yeah, I kept picking it up, and I went, what is the difference here? And I went, it's thinner. That's what it is. It's thinner. Huh. So, yeah. It looked pretty fat in the pictures. I wasn't sure. So No. <laughs> that's what he said. Uh-huh. That's, just, uh-huh. that's just my BK hands holding it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got them little hands, yeah. Look big. I don't know. That's not They're Rolex, da- but you look big. And dainty hands. They got them dainty. Hands. dainty. <laughs> What's up, Ricky? Not much. What are y'all doing? Man, we're just talking about you, and you came on here, and we had to shut up. 
Well, you're pretty bored if you're talking about me. I can promise you that much. <laughs> how'd you uh, How'd you shoot last weekend, Ricky? I tell you what, it cost me a couple hundred bucks, but I shot pretty good. Good, excellent, <laughs> excellent. What does that mean? Who asked that, Clay? Yes. What does it mean? It cost you a couple hundred bucks. Did you break well, I, something? No, I had to pay Jason and Danny to sandbag for a little bit so I could say I beat them. <laughs> nope. I'm gonna be honest with you. As a straight, he so yeah, he uh, he shot very. <laughs> where so was long where, story short? Where we was that? What was that last Friday? And uh, Ricky said, "Hell, let's go practice." Yeah, we hadn't done anything. Yep, it's nice weather. Go out there. We played the dot game, kind of like a skins game in golf. Play the dot game. Hell, I'm more worried about dots. Well, we push on a couple stations. Hell, Ricky gets six or eight dots on the first about station number four well hell we're down i'm worried about these dots worried about these dots hell we go to about station 13 ricky gets another six dots well hell we're down 14 dots it's a dollar a dot anyway hell i'm worried about all these dots hell i look up my count score ricky just thumped our ass i'm just (laughs) just just basically thumped our ass so Yep. No, he did good. I was proud of the boy. He took it serious. And, yeah. Oh and we didn't. We're dots from here on out. Yeah. Dots. Play the dots. That's it. Game. So explain yeah. the dot game. So dot game is uh, is a all type basically on station one. Start on station one. Dot game. Whoever wants to pitch in. Dollar a dot, and then uh, if you uh, if you put. If you, if you run the station, you get two dots. Somebody else has to tie you. So. And, then, uh, and then that'll push to station two. And then, then you got potentially four dots going into station two. So, And then uh, maybe three dots, but whatever. And then uh, and then whoever wins the next station outright, you got to win the previous station. So, yeah. On. So, so we got a skins game. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Kind of like you golf. Is it? Okay. So well, they call it golf. Call it golf with a shotgun. So whatever. That yep. sounds more complicated than keeping score for shooting. So I'm out. <laughs> it's not that. Or no, I'm it's not, not that bad. If you play it once, you get it. I mean, you lose, you know, hundred bucks at it. You, you you'll figure it out real quick. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you oh, can, yeah, just... if you can whip our ass in dominoes, you can figure this one. So and she can. She has done time in prison. I promise you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I need. We need to get her and Brody together playing dominoes because I thought Brody was probably the best dominoes player I've been around until Clay and I got together. And Clay, Clay has spent some time in the pen. I promise. You are... <laughs> well, we were trying to throw some rocks, and then uh, oh, Mister Nelson over there. My partner decided, uh, hey, I'm going to go to bathroom and then walk away and go to bed. <laughs> yeah, he had, I got to go take a nap. Man. He just left you. Yeah. Yeah. He said, yeah, I'll, be, I'll be right back. I got to go to the bathroom. And then 20 hours later, we never saw him. <laughs> yeah, I could count to three that night, to be honest with you. So. Well, it was three o'clock when you went to bed. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. You were fine. You know, I, I don't know what you're. Ideal of fine is, but I wasn't fine. 
You were good. You were you weren't even naked yet. You were fine. <laughs> <laughs> Which night are we what? talking about? Hey. Wedding night. Yeah. Oh, that. I was naked. Yeah. Yeah, you were naked. Yeah. yeah. And Ricky R- Ricky was hitting on uh, uh some of Clay's family, if I remember correctly, on that situation. That but. is correct. That, that is correct. But it's all right. We caught the flowers yeah. that night, so it's all right. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. You're getting married next month, by the way. Exactly. Oh, do tell, Rick. Mediocre. Don't so. think about it. It's news to me. Okay. <laughs> I got the Casey? picture to prove it. Yeah. Yes, baby. <laughs> What's the story on what? Uh, Mr. BDR getting married next month? I mean, he was hit on that chick at y'all's wedding, and then he caught the flowers, and he. Chick, it was like one dollar bills at that fucking domino game. She was like all about it. <laughs> now nah, he was sitting on Clay's mom. I was gonna say, I, I think it was Clay's sister. Wait. That's all it was bad. Her sister, yes. So, uh, Ricky's gonna be your stepdad. It's fine. It's fine. We're all oh, fine. Lord. Everybody's happy. That'll that'll be awkward, but I can't wait to see it. That's <laughs> Ricky's like. If y'all can get off the call, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, my other line drinking. I gotta go. <laughs> You're a liar. You're a July. liar. <laughs> July, man. July. Julying. Hit on. All right. I am going to invite Miss Angie Teal on. So uh, cool. Way, it's what's it been about fifteen me. after here? And uh, let's see Isn't if she can she get won? on here right quick. Awesome. Is Lon going to make it too? Um, he might be there in the background, but we don't. I don't really know. I was wanting to talk to Miss Angie and see what's up. Yeah. Jason, you building any barbecue pits right now? I am. I, I've got a. I've got a little thirty-inch uh, fire, uh, little fire pit. If somebody needs to warm their hands up, so. No. Oh, okay. For sale. Right. Got. I got another one started. Yeah. What's your? What's your website on those, Jason? Uh, I don't have one. Word of mouth. Thought, listen to this. I, thought, I get listen to my podcast. I guess if you want oh, to. I thought so. I thought you had them on um, on um, Instagram. I did, and my my social media director screwed that up, so we haven't. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, you have been barred from your free social media. Perfect. I, I guess yeah. so. Yeah, pretty much. So. I got pissed off and deleted Facebook and Instagram. And, yeah, so I'm a ticky talker now. Yeah, that's, that's cool. No, I get that part. I, man, I find it amazing. You can sit on ticky talk and watch the uh, Russian-Ukraine war from both sides on TikTok. No, no shit. Oh, yeah. No hmm. shit. Yep. Yeah, hmm. that is crazy. Crazy, Actually, crazy. It's because Putin put a ban on all social media. He has his own, like, um, cell service that Ru- that's the only one that Russia is allowed to post on and that nobody is allowed to do any social media whatsoever per like death well i will uh, i will bring it to you the next time i'm watching russian soldiers drive around in their tanks and uh, i will let you look at it and you can uh, you can be seeing what i be seeing so, okay. so what you're saying is, Clay, it's just a one-sided conversation that the world sees. Is that is that really what? That's that what, what I. Yeah. That's what I have been hearing and seeing, or been read, is that yeah, no, Putin is not allowing any social media. 
from Russia. Mm. And they actually huh. own 3G, 4G hours. They only have their own Russian phones. They can't have any imported phones from anywhere else in the world. They manufacture their own phones to work on their systems and their systems alone. Mm. So, I don't know. Sound like a pretty good plan. I think he's got it all worked out. I think you need to put a batteries plus store over there. I think property's cheap right now. Property's cheap. <laughs> Probably is. It's no, you know, guys, it's New Mexico, and we are under 30 days away from legal recreational weed. And I, if I have to do any other business, that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I just want y'all to know when I start growing weed, I don't use it, I don't smoke it, I don't need it, but I damn sure profit off of it if, uh, 30 days away. No kidding. Yes, less than actually. First of April. Yes, that, sir? that must be the difference between Lee County and Eddie County because Eddie County's been doing it a long time, Clay. I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. No, we're in, Lee we're in Eddie County. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. No. I, mm-hmm. Like, no marijuana card. You walk in, anybody, any Joe Blow off the street, just like in Colorado. And you can pick up all the gummies and edibles or whatever you want. Hmm. Just walk, just like walking in a liquor store. Yep, yep. You have a lot of this uh, residents yes. coming your way. So, I, yeah, I bet we will. <laughs> I guarantee you're going to see a bunch of company trucks over there with Texas plates on them. Promise mm-hmm. you that. Yep. Mm-hmm. You sure? You sure? Hmm. Did you invite Miss Angie? I did. She texted back and said that she can't get on. And I know that the first time you try to push that button and get on, it, it takes a second. So it does for a fact. Yeah. So I try to tell her to hold hold tight here just a second. And she's uh, yeah. She's uh, I think I think she's efforting on it right now. Yeah. Are y'all shooting in Lubbock this weekend, Mike and Clay? Thinking about it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Have y'all seen? Have y'all looked at the weather? Just asking. Seventy-five. Um, they're not scared. Is it supposed to be seventy-five or snowing? I don't know where it's supposed to be. I've seen both of them now. Hmm. It's supposed to be pretty chilly Saturday morning. Okay. Yeah. Pretty chilly. Pretty chilly being what? Like twenty. Yeah, I ain't gonna do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last last time I looked. Yeah, last time I looked, it was eighteen for the Saturday morning. So. Yeah, that's going to be too rough for me. No, 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 no. Yeah. yeah I'd love no. to hear about it if y'all want to tell me about it next week. So that'd be <laughs> great. I could, I could just, I could just do like a, uh, like a live deal and just carry you station to station with me so you can mm-hmm. laugh at me. On Tiki, on Tiki Talk, you can? Sure. Yeah, I could do that on Tiki Talk. Oh, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. You could give me like hearts and flowers and stuff, you know? <laughs> I can keep your score from there. That would probably be a great idea. It'd be a whole lot better than giving a scorecard to Miss Clay. I can probably <laughs> one time, guys. One time. The only, the only thing worse than giving it to Clay is when you give it to Clay and True together. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, there's no telling what's going to happen on that card. Just keep, just keep your score in your head, and then go write it down yourself. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So I didn't realize that was a point shoot. I thought it was the. I thought they were having a 
Texas Tech Skeet something. Yep, did that. Yeah, I think that one's already been done. Yeah. Has it? Yeah, that one. Okay. I think it was was last weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's a a leprechaun launch. Man, that's – they've got some stuff going on there. Yeah, it's quite a bit of shoot, but – then they got MSA Sunday as well. Yeah, I think I'm going to – I think we're looking at shooting that. Um, I'm still chasing that last punk before regional. Are you trying to move that? Are you are you one away from C? Yeah, one away yeah. from D. No, one away from C. I got five punches. I just gotta pull one more. That. I thought for some reason they put you down in E two. Did they not? Or you've already shot out of that? No, no, I fought them on it. Ah. No, but that was last year. No, I I caught four punches last year. And then pulled one this year, and then I need one more. So that's the only reason they didn't move down to eight. Shit, you'll get that Sunday then, Chad. Sweet. I hope not if I shot the way the last time I did it, MSA. That was horrible. I shot better at Windwalkers than I did. That was that was not pretty. Brody, was, what day y'all leaving for regional? Uh, So we'll leave out that Wednesday. Okay. Uh, are y'all right. all going to y'all are all going to the Arizona regional, the Western? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cool. When's that? The end, end of the, the month, month. That last Wednesday of the month, we'll leave and then wrap into April. Yeah, we drive back. I guess that Monday. So leave out on the thirtieth and come back on the fourth. I think is what it is. Oh hell. Well, it sounds bad, but it's just it's just a long weekend. Is all it is. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, we got hotels in Tucson. It's a Tucson. Tucson? I'm good. Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, it's Tim's club. Tim? Yeah. Oh. All right. Who wants to get off the recording? She says it says there's too many on the recording. So, one of y'all got a one of y'all got a jet. Uh, I'll jet. All right, Ricky. Love you. All right. Y'all be good. Bye. All right, y'all keep talking, and I'll work her through this. Damn, my next question was for him, Mike, and you screwed it up. (laughs) Guess what, Jason? Tell me. I just got a punch last weekend. Well, good. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Working back and forth in between the um, Carlsbad and then going over to Artesia, and that's... Our, our teacher was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I, y'all shot pretty well. I think Mike shot no. pretty good on Saturday, but. No, I had, I had, yeah, Saturday I was fine. I'm but in. The, um, but the, well, hello, Miss Angie Teal. <laughs> there you is. There you is. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't want me on there. You, you know what? So many people wanted to say hi to you. We had Ricky on here. We've got Brody on here. We've got Casey. We've got Jason. We've got my, everybody just wants to talk to you. Oh, so please. like, oh, please. Yeah. I'm sure that's what it is. No, this is awesome. Glad you could join us. Appreciate it. I appreciate the invitation. Yes, ma'am. How have y'all been? Wonderful, wonderful. So we got Miss Angie Teal 
on this evening. Yes, yes. Yes. And you are um, athletic, right? Otherwise known as Mrs. Lonnie Teal. It's probably. <laughs> I feel that. I felt that in my soul. Jason, Jason's wife? Yeah, I have a name too. Mm-hmm. Just, just the little Mrs., you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How funny. Um, you have you've broke off and you've done something brand new for you that you've never ever well you've had a lot of experience in but you're actually gonna start building a career for you around this right what are you doing yes in my past life I worked at my husband's uh, engineering firm doing human resources and keeping and everything of that nature And then about uh, six years ago when my dad passed, I quit just to kind of be around to, you know, take care of my mother and anything that may had come up. And so as my husband got deeper and deeper into the shooting and we have no children, which means we have no tax write off, anything like that. (laughs) He's always looking, you know what, if I could just write some of this shooting off, my Lord. I, I could have it made. And then I, I started helping all these different organizations with just charity shoots and stuff. And, and we thought, you know what, this might be a way that we can, can do it as well as help people. So yes, I just recently in the last few months um, formed Springing Teal Consulting. We thought since Teal was the last name and Springing Teal was an actual presentation target, then how fun that be it kind of kind of worked out that way you seriously could not have got a better name i mean that's it was a brain a brainstorm from probably many michelob ultras and some pendleton whiskey or something came up but Mm -hmm. so uh we, we we decided to go to go with that and so i had my my first two uh shoots this weekend and they went really well really really well what were your first two shoots we had one i had uh the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and um, they contacted me back in like January, and they're like Todd McKee, who own, who's part of People's Bank, said you might could help us because your husband shoots, and you know, and what could you do for us? And th- we're thinking about doing this for a first time, and we don't know what to do, and we're needing to raise funds. So this was their first shoot never done this before they wanted to do it in march and i was like oh mercy you're wanting to pull <laughs> and off in two months so you're making my heart palpitate so just kind of i go in there and just kind of advise them on just because you know like all of y'all we've all attended charity shoots and you know they're they're just a different animal than they then registered shoots so you kind of they're kind of done a different way and so I went in there and offered some ideas, you know, to them and told them they needed to concentrate on raising their money on sponsorships because there wasn't a lot of time to to uh, try to push raffle tickets and gun board items and things. And if you wouldn't know that those suckers raised $120,000 in just oh, sponsorship money. Amazing. Wow. Amazing. And with 167 shooters. Wow. <laughs> Which I was just just tickled to death for them, envious, you know, so, you know, because I have other shoots that, you know, we know how much work goes into them. 
but so tickled for them. It went really well, ran really smooth. And I think that they were pleasantly pleased at the end of the day. So, Miss Ann, Miss Angie, this is Mike. Um, yeah. You know, and I've always wondered on the backside of a shoot, and we've gone to some some benefit shoots that were less than organized. Let's say I think that may be the best way to put that. You know, very politically correct. Yeah. Yeah. I'm troublesome part of trying to get a shoot together what is it that you go okay this is what we're going to focus on the very first because i know this is going to be a train wreck right up to the minute that we have the safety meeting yeah i mean registration is really the hardest thing um because you know you you always have people that are like yeah i'll have a sponsorship and then they say they're going to have a team and you don't always get the shooter names and you know up into the event you still might know, not know the shooter names or, you know, the people. It's just getting that information. But the registration is number one. And if your day gets started off late with registration, depending on how you have your whole day organized, you know, like with this one, it was important because most of the shoots that I have worked with in the past, we we do all of our gun boards and and prizes and everything afterwards because everybody loves to hang around and and we always do it after that but they were doing it they were wanting to do live auction everything during the lunch hour and they're starting a 9 30 a.m flight and i'm like okay guys we cannot run late i said and it was also because there were so many factors that it could that could have made it go run late. We have a bunch of new shooters because we're di- we're we're working with sponsors and people that are coming out that really have never shot anything like this before. So you know when when you're running through your rotation, uh, you have new shooters and they're not familiar with with the course or even what is what is a true pair or you know how to load a gun or how to yeah hard or how oh my gosh that it sounds like a train wreck now that you're thinking about it 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 can be yeah and then you know you have a trip it it never fails one always breaks or so it's just so little things like that so i would say registration is really the hardest part and then having volunteers to step up and actually show up the day of the event is huge what do you think would be a how do you think, and I absolutely agree with you on the registration part, because from a shooter that's that's walking in, trying to bring your team in, especially when you shoot registered all the time, how streamlined it is and you understand what's going on. But when you yeah. get to a when you get to a benefit shoot like that, you you actually set aside an hour to to do all the registration and everything. Is there something that you're seeing that the clubs or the shooters could do to really minimize that time? You know, just just make sure who if someone is asking you to be on the team, you know, give them all the information that they need. And and really, I, I kind of get now to where since I'm kind of doing this on my own a little bit is and, and I know that the, the shooters and my husband is is, you know, guilty of it as well. You you guys, you hate to come in and have to fill out documentation. It's you know, it's bad enough to have to sign the waiver. But if you have to have your name and your email address and your cell phone and your address and stuff, you know, you're just like, oh, you know, so having all of that is, is handy, you know, up front so that 
And the reason you want to obtain that information is so that next year you can invite all your shooters that came previous year and you can, you know, create a database moving forward. Ah, so us emailing and then that way when Tom wants to register his four-man team and he wants Jim and Jacob and Mark on there, then you are like, oh, yeah, I remember those guys. Let's go ahead and send them the waiver and everything right now. Yes, yes. And so that, you know, it just makes things a lot easier. And just it seems like it's registration is easy, but it that's always to where that's always seems to be the thing that can trip things up. Yep. And yep. you. You have to give a little extra time to it. And I said, hey, hey, Angie, this is Jason. Hey, hey do you do you think it's also important, you know, kind of along with what the same lines you're talking about? You're talking about moving people through registration, those kind of things. Yeah. Is it also like the little things like this is where you pay? This is where you sign up for a gun board. This is where you register your shooters. You know what I mean? Spacing those yes. kind of and- things apart to make a big difference yes. through that through yeah. that process. Do you know you know what I mean? Yeah, and every year you're trying to, you know, even after you have the event, you and it's so difficult. I was talking to Clay about this this morning. It's so difficult to actually throw the perfect shoot. You know, you mm-hmm. think you can and there's just always something that happens, but and and, and we're even trying to think of of ways to make it better this year. Um, cause you know, you're usually limited to amount of space that you have in the, in the area. And I usually try not to want to change up anything that way guys are used to the same flow, you know, if they've right. been, or they, they, we like to keep that flow the same. So, um, and most of the guys have cash when they come. So, you know, they're, they're good at having money for, you know, any of the games you might have or any of the mulligans, things of that nature, but uh, maybe just trying to think of having just one form that they carry on through all the way and then maybe pay at the very end. And it kind of keeps, you keeps, know, keeps things moving right along. Yeah. 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 It, it was a little bit difficult this, this weekend just because we were ways of making money, extra money when you have a uh, charity shoot is, is to offer, mulligans and to offer we have a little station that we call the perfect score station and it's just kind of easy freebie ways to make additional money and when you have shooters that have never come out before you know we're having to explain at the registration table well what what is a mulligan well what work do i have to shoot these you know so it, it it gets it gets a little bit more difficult when you're working with shooters that are not real seasoned to charity shooting yes, and know the verbiage and stuff of that. So we're trying to think of ways where we can maybe just move that to a complete different table and they can deal with that over there. Right. Yeah. So I know this is completely off, off topic in what we're talking about, but I would just have to tell you, this is where I knew I just absolutely fell in love with you. We came over to Lubbock and you were working a hub city, um, benefit shoot. I can't even remember what it was, but it came. All of the delicious desserts were out, and everybody was just enjoying it and just kicking back. And these guys started fighting over your cherry cheesecake. Oh. Cherry cherry oh, cheesecake. Yeah. That's easy <laughs> as hell. I made it. I surprised oh. the hell out of Jason with that. So, so the one of those I love the most is that um, they're all fighting over the cheesecake. And 
and you come dancing out with one of them held up above your head going look at what i got <laughs> and i went this woman right here she is a good people i am keeping her because uh yeah <laughs> I, I can always pull pies out of somewhere if i have to <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah not not only can you put on a great shoot but you can cook really well i'm I, impressed i can bake and i can cook I'm every man's dream, let me tell you. <laughs> hey, there's some of their nightmare too, I think. So I need an in-house, I need an in-house chef. So if you want to apply for that position, you're more than welcome to come to Odessa and uh, help me out. I tell you, I have a high maintenance man. He thinks I'm the high maintenance woman, but I mean, he can come too. We got a big ass guest bedroom. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm one of those. I'm a I'm a people pleaser. I'm the first one to admit. Hello, my name's Angie Till. I'm a people pleaser, and I, <laughs> my thing is, is I think that there's a lot more that goes into a charity shoot or even really a registered shoot um, than is just the shooting. I think it's the people around you. I think it's seeing faces that you love to see. I think it's food. I think it's having a good time and acting acting silly and cracking jokes and and catering to people and I just think it's it's so it's so many things that can help because at the end of the day when these guys are coming to shoot and y'all are paying a you know a pretty decent $125 a shooter or sometimes in Midland I know with this charity shoots is $160 a shooter and when you pay that, you want to come and you want to have a great experience and you want to, you want to eat well. I mean, and, and I, I know I would so I've, my thing is when I help with the two big shoots we have here in Lubbock, the inside out foundation and the Texas Rangers is I, I got, I want guys to say, you know what? That food was really good too. They, they'll serve you a steak meal and it was really good. And I felt like I got my money's worth out. Absolutely. And, I, I have something that I'm going to add to this. Miss Angie, I was going to add to this. Um, I have shot around you in the cold. I've shot with you in the heat. I've shot with you in the wind. And you're the type of person that always, no matter what, finds the good in the situation and makes the best out of a bad situation so when you're coming in and you're beat from the cold and you're beat from the wind and you come up and you're smiling and happy and remembering faces it really says something about your character and who you are as a person you know I, I love that about you I've met so many just really neat guys and you know this pretty awesome you know to go somewhere when you can go to nationals and and see people and everybody's so nice and friendly or you can even leave your gun in your cart and you know walk up and do stuff or if you lose your wallet out there it can be found now that's a little bit different when you get outside <laughs> the range sometimes there um i just i want the guys to come out and have a good time you know and and they might be gripping about how they're shooting and stuff and i'm like hey you know what? It could be worse. You could be at work today. You know, you are out mm -hmm. enjoying the sport that you've and you're around people that you adore. So have a good time. We're taking this so serious. I love it. I have to. Constantly. 
counsel Jerry Rackler. I am his personal <laughs> counselor. <laughs> oh, do tell. Angry, oh, do tell. Mm-hmm. Lord. Yeah. We need all the 411. You got you to gotta elaborate on this. Oh, I've seen and shot with angry Jerry. He gets angry sometimes when he shoots and to remind Jerry that he's doing something that he loves to do. And there's yes. no sense in getting worked up, throwing shit, kicking trash so cans. So he's been a lot. Yeah, yeah, kicking trash cans. <laughs> we want. I hate on him out, but there's many guys out there I've seen. Okay, Angie. <laughs> Angry Jerry has nothing on Casey Harrington in 2015. <laughs> 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 Or do that. I don't I think everybody in this group knows that except me. <laughs> <laughs> and Angie, what have you found is your best kind of medium point for sending out advertisements, advertisements, um, shoot information as far as sending it out too early or not sending it out too late? What what's it what's your happy medium on that? Um, I think I usually like if it's the first of the year, we might send out a, a Facebook advertisement and, and an e- mass email on maybe just kind of a save the date, you know, um, just kind of saying just because there's there's so many avenues of shooting anymore. And a lot of our guys are shooting either Hub City Clays or Wind Walker or MSA or Greystone, you know, all those registered shoots and and then you've got your charity shoots, you know, kind of peppered in. So I usually will send something, you know, kind of at the first of the year, kind of a, you know, save the date. And then when I know it's a shoot that I'm working, like I'm already working on the ranger shoot, which is the one that I do a lot of the fundraising and a lot of my attention goes to. When and is that going down? Work, that one that yeah. in July. It's July 23rd. Yes. Now, and we're with Company C here in Lubbock. Now, I do know that the Rangers, they're having a shoot there in Midland, and that's too for their Company E. And they'll have that one out at Windwalker, and it's coming up. It's like March 25th. Okay. I don't know how much advertising or anything. Um, I kind of do a little bit of a different approach just because I know a lot of the guys here and You know, I'm always trying to think of cool gun board items or prize board items and, you know, things of that nature and getting started on that. So um, since I've already started on that, uh, I would say to to put on a really good quality um, charity shoot, depending on how big it is, you know, it can take sometimes eight months. And like last year with the with the ranger shoot that I helped with, we did um, raffle tickets and we had two large items. And I'm, and I'm talking, I had, I was on, I kept my phone on 24 seven. My name and phone number was plastered in every bathroom in Lubbock County, me and Dana Downs. And I had people, men calling me out of the woodwork because I didn't want to miss an opportunity to sell a ticket. And we had partnered with Nighthawk 
uh, pistol and they had donated pistols for one of our items. I had gentlemen calling me that were out at sea. I had gentlemen calling me from New York, from states that you wouldn't believe. Hmm. Just that is amazing. It's they have a nice following there at uh at Nighthawk, and um, so they were great to to uh to kind of partner with. They had donated two pistols and gave them to us at at cost, and then me and Lonnie had uh, purchased the rest of them, so we donated it so that we could, you know earned quite a bit of money and out of last year's shoot we ended up making we cleared 160,000 unbelievable Congrats. you know but it's it's a lot of work you know it's it's a, it's a lot of work but it's rewarding and it's especially rewarding the day of because you just kind of like well it's going to happen and you hope nothing happens and last year I kept thinking okay where's where's the trouble going to be where's the trouble going to be but it didn't it turned out pretty good, so but I turned was, out turned out real good. I was there. <laughs> I'm, it, Seriously, the, I just told her today. I told Miss Angie today that that Texas shoot was my favoriteest, favorite, favorite, favorite um, charity shoot I've ever shot in all the years that I have shot. It yeah. was. It was really neat. I'm always just trying to think of things to make it better, and and you know when you're when your money is going towards, of course, a great organization, the Texas Rangers, and, you know, and it helps their kids with their scholarships and things of that nature. But, you know, it's just being around. I think when I kind of try to play up the emotional side of that, seeing the te- all the Texas flags displayed everywhere. And, you know, you've got all the Rangers in their white start shirts and their Wranglers and their hats. And it's just a, it's just an overall cool feeling, you know. I enjoyed the kids getting to be there and climbing yeah. in and out of the vehicles. And the, the it was very impressive as to how that went down. Well, good. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad it went well. I hope this year goes as well, too. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is not something I ever thought I would be doing. I will tell you that. But uh, I'm I'm having fun doing it. And I have met some of the best folks and have made some of the best friends. And Lonnie and I have been very blessed with this process and and able to to give back, you know, in with certain ones of these shoots, you know, right. whether here or in, in, you know, at Windwalker. You know, so, we've been very blessed. I, I love that. It, but I just want to um, to let everybody know that you have a natural talent for this running the charity shoots but that's not all of who you are you are an anomaly i would think because um a lot of women that are out shooting you know they're shooting with their husbands they're shooting with you've kind of made your own little niche but you also have started shooting isn't that correct Yes, I I had never, I never grew up with guns. I was, I was telling Clay earlier, my dad was afraid of guns. So we, I never was around them. Um, And then I met Lonnie and he was a gun enthusiast. And um, how long have you guys been married? uh, We've been married since 2001. Love it. Love it. Yes. When he started shooting his shotgun and, and, and shooting sporting clays starting in about 
2009. And so he would go out. There was a, a sporting range here in town. It was at, out in Abernathy called, uh, yep. uh, I just thought, lost the name. Dos Amigos? Trace, Dos or yep. Trace? Or that's it. it. Dos, yeah, yeah, yeah Amigos. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Uh, On the old golf course out there. Yeah. You know, yep. no trees out there. It's just, you know, just some stations. And so he would go and shoot that. And he met uh, Steve Watt and Dave Muff while shooting out there. And still at this time, I'm not shooting anything, what have you. So anyway, he wanted to go on his first competition. So me and him went to a, a Browning Riley shoot. Uh, I can't even remember where it was. And it was just me and him, you know. So we go in, don't know anybody around there. We don't know how things work. We're, it's just me and him. I'm like, we'll figure this out. <coughs> he had signed up to to shoot fee task for the first time. And, of course, it's hot. we went in a month. It was hot. He's wearing his shorts. <laughs> he had, had Crocs on. And he's shooting with Andy Duffy and a couple other pros. And so never shot feet test when they first of all they look at him, they're like, Well, you got shorts and you got open toe shoes. So he goes, Well, I have some boots. So he goes to the ranger, pulls out his brogans, and he looked like a hillbilly from Hell Shooter. I was like, Oh, honey, <laughs> you see you out there in your cargo shorts and your work boots shooting a sport you've never shot before, but we laughed and had, had so much fun. And so, you know, he started shooting uh, with Dave and, and Steve and, and started going to competitions and things of that nature. And then I wanted to learn to shoot just just to try it. And then also just so I could spend a little time with him if, you know, if he ever wanted to go out and practice and he didn't have the guys with him, you know, I could go and, you know, we could shoot a little bit together. I, I didn't want to shoot with him all the time. You know, I know sometimes the guys just need to get away without their wives, but I thought, well, you know, at least I can learn a little bit. So as I was learning, um, they finally, I, of course we had to go through all this gun fit business and that was a whole nother night. <laughs> it's uh, still ongoing. Oh, uh, it yeah. is. It yeah. is. They had, they had bought me a, a Beretta Silver Pigeon, and they thought, well, we're going to get her a 28 gauge because it won't be as bad. So then we started cutting on the stock, thinking that's going to help because it won't be so long. When so he gives me a, a bucket of, uh, give me a little pouch full of shells, and he's like, okay, get after it. And I thought, oh my Lord. And I'm not a baby, you know, I'm a pretty tough chick. And I start shooting a little bit, and I was like, you know what, that kind of hurts a little bit. So kind of after maybe about 10 shots, we realized that that, that gun wasn't, wasn't for me. It, it was, did not help me at all. So we ended up uh, purchasing me a uh, Cesar Guarini, the siren, and it's been so much better. I have to tell you, and this is a funny story. Um, my love over here, he wanted me to shoot an over and under. So he bought me a silver pigeon. This was a 12 gauge and um, I shot it for, I don't what, all of a month, maybe babe. Yeah. It, I think you made, I think you made 11 stations with it. Yeah. It thumped like a rented mule. I swear. Yeah. I was like, 
<laughs> and I just picked that gun up. I have a friend of mine, Jackie Klein, that's shooting it, and he shoots it very, very well. Um, I picked it up over the weekend because I was going to show him, like, oh, I'll pick up your gun and I'll shoot better than you and pull the trigger twice and it thumped me that hard. And I said, no, no, no. <laughs> I refuse to pick this gun up ever again. Oh, just not fun at no, all. No, no. It did not fit for a lady. And so... um. So hopefully now I've had a couple back surgeries. I'm hoping once I'm healed from my last one, then I can start back shooting. That's the goal. Excellent. Yeah, but I just got dragged into the sport, you know, and uh, it just turns out that when you go to enough of them and then you can see other people wanting to try to have shoots and you're like, you know what? I've been to a lot of stuff where if you want my opinion, you know, I might can help you a little bit. And it seems to be working out so far. I love it. I, I have a question for you. Yeah. Okay. So Jerry Rackley took a vacation. He and Janice, and I don't really know who all I, you went and Lonnie went, mm -hmm. but I think there were a couple other couples. You guys went to Europe, Italy, Switzerland? Yeah, we went to Italy and Switzerland. My husband and I first went, it was just me and Lonnie, and we went uh... You're, I'm going to lie to you on the year. Anyway, me and him went on our own. I had never, and me, I will go anywhere. I'll go to the local Lowe's or Home Depot. I get excited to go anywhere. <laughs> I'm like a dog. <laughs> I'm up, get in the truck. And I'm like, okay, I'm excited. That's my girl. We were, we had a Cabela's credit card at the time. And they'll send out mailers that say, Cabela experience, blah, 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 blah. This was on our first trip. And I'm sitting in the bathtub one day and I said, oh, well, we got one of these little magazines from, from uh, Cabela's and they're having what they're calling the Beretta experience. And he said, oh, really? What, what all does it say? So I tell him, you know, two people, you go down to Beretta and you can actually have a gun made down there at Beretta. They'll fit you, all this kind of stuff. And he said, well, why don't you call? And we've never been out of the country together. And Lonnie Till does not like to travel, does not. So he says, well, why don't you call him tomorrow and see if you can get us a spot and we'll go. And I was like, don't kid with me. Don't do not toy with me because I, I can't stand it if you're, if you're kidding with me. He goes, no, no, no. So we went. That was our first time. Just me and him. Had a great time. Saw the Breda factory, wineries. Um, he even got to shoot. He went pheasant hunting with Mr. Breda's dogs uh, and all that. It was a really cool experience. So, so we come back, and a few years later, we're like, you know, we'd like to really go again. And so he got to talking to the Muffs and to the Whites. And, you know, because the, the Parazzi factory is over there, and it's not just terribly far from where we were. Oh, yeah, so it's in it's in uh, Brescia, and so me and Sandy Muff, Doctor uh, Dave's wife, we started planning it. We were gonna go in like September, so the year prior we started planning it, and I uh, got a travel agent, and we we were, we thought, well, we we're over there, we need to make it, you know, make it a good trip. So we went into Brescia. The guys got to go to the uh, Parazzi factory. They got to look at all of the wood, everything, and they got to build their own gun pretty much. And you go in there and it's just, you know, wall after wall of wood and 
Lonnie after talking with Al with uh, at uh, Parazzi, you know, they're like, don't get lost in it. You need to go in there and the one that you see is the one that, you know, that catches your eye. You need to decide on it. So they did that, that Parazzi wanting and got all fitted and all that for that. And then um, the next day, uh, well, actually that evening, we were we were having an old Texan barbecue, I guess, in this fancy hotel in Italy, drinking and having a good time, hooting and hollering outside, and it comes to find out the old Arkansas boys from Nighthawk were there too. No so, way. And we got sitting and talking to them. We stayed up till like two in the morning. I'm surprised we did not get kicked out of that hotel, Lonnie. Was drunk. Dave Muff was drunk. They was singing and dancing and standing on tables. And I said, "Me and Sandy have to stay sober because I said we are either going to jail or the hospital here in Italy. It's gonna. <laughs> I know it's gonna happen. But it was just. And then the next day, Steve. If you, if any of y'all know Steve White, he wanted to make all these changes to his gun, and. Uh, Lonnie and Dave were not un, unable to help him the next day. So I said, well, if you're going to go, you need to get in a cab and just go down there. But if you ever get a chance to go, um, it's an incredible experience. And then we went to Switzerland for several days and we just made a, a fun trip out of it. And nobody killed e each other at the end of the day. So but on, on that trip, you not only got to go to the Prozzi, um, but you also got to go to Zoli as well, correct? Yes, they went to Zoli as well. Yeah, because they're they're close by. And what did uh, not being a shooter walking in? Were you intimidated by either of them? Did you? I, I didn't go. I went to the spa. I went. Uh, to girl, that's my girl. I swear to you, that's my girl. I knew I wasn't getting a gun, and so therefore I wanted to go do something else. <laughs> Did some shopping and went to a spa and did some more shopping and but now the guys, I mean, that was just an opportunity of a lifetime to go over there. I think that's how my experience would turn out like that as well. I think Mike Harrington has told me a hundred thousand times at this point that I do not get to get another gun. <laughs> Which I kind of find lame, but yeah, it is. I mean, how many guns do they have? One. What? <laughs> oh. I got one. Yeah. Just, Ger Germany would be a lot funner. I'm just saying. Well, oh. yeah, you could go there too. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, if you, anybody picked if, up on my humor, but that's where that. Yeah, if, if somebody was looking for a new K gun, I would imagine Germany would probably <laughs> be a lot more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all of a sudden, my husband, he's like, well, I ordered a blazer, And I said, a blazer? You just bought this expensive Parazzi at our last trip. Well, I, I, want, I wanted to shoot a blazer, And I was like, what the hell is wrong with you? So, I think Ricky Nelson has one, doesn't he? Can't we, yeah. can't we put that on loan to Mr. Lonnie? You know, it's already bought and paid for now. You just... On it, I just kind of and I actually found out because he was telling Case and Anderson about it, and I was like, I didn't know we ordered a blazer. <laughs> hey, I got one too. I got an F three for sale, high rib. Just saying, if anybody I, needs one, I understand. Yeah. I said, well, 
quarter one. He goes, well, because I can. And I said, well, okay. There you I go. I love that gun. Do I, you, Casey? Do you, did you need to, is that gun in, abandoned? Because if it's an abandoned gun, you have every right to adopt it and it becomes yours. And well, it is can, mine. Yes. But Jason bought it. But I love that gun. It's just too heavy for me. What um, do you, what not strong girl, enough? What do you girls shoot? So, Casey, you start this one. What do you got? I, I've always, the 391 is my go to. I love Beretta. Yeah. And what all have you tried, Casey? Well, I've tried. Well, what did I start with, babe? That one that kicked the shit out of me. For uh, two red, years? red label. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Like, like all of us. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, yeah. please. You'll, you'll know real quick whether you want to shoot or not. I'm just telling you. They used to you laugh don't. at me because every time I pulled the trigger, my ponytail went like all the way around in a full circle. Oh, I bet. Yep. And then Jason got me a 391, and then he got me that that blazer, and it was. I love the gun. It's just I cannot get a full 200 rounds out of that thing. I can yeah. barely get a full hundred rounds out. Yeah. So I went back to the three ninety one. That's, and so um, I started on a a four hundred with the Beretta, and um, I found out that I like to shoot a lot more heads up than what that real flat gun would shoot. And I've been through. I had the Silver Pigeon, but that didn't last more than like I said a month. And then I wanted to shoot Mike's. Kohler, because that's the most gorgeous gun I've ever seen in my whole entire life. It's but again, pretty. Oh, so pretty. <laughs> but again, like Casey, it was so heavy that within, you know, 100 rounds, it, the barrel is just on the ground and I'm trying and trying. So that didn't work. And um, right now I'm shooting a Beretta multi-target, which has the adjustable comb and the rib. And I just sent it off to. Is that Frankenstein? No, this is even, oh. this is the other one. I sent off to gray coil so that I can get a length of pull put on it. So this gun will have a ch the comb, the rib, and the shoulder all adjustable so that I can finally, all three points of contact, figure out what in the world I need to see to shoot. So I'm really excited gonna, about it. It's going to take a craftsman toolbox in the back of a side-by-side -side to work on this gun full-time. You... <laughs> Well, no, the first time I, you know, I've never shot guns or, or, a, or a shotgun. I'm really good at pistols. I get that, but I'm there. I'm out there shooting a shotgun. And they're trying to teach me, and I'm doing all this. And he's like, "Well, just tell me what you see." And I said, "I have no clue what I see. What am I supposed to? I don't even know what I'm fucking looking at. What do you want me to see? I don't know what I'm supposed to do." I that's just, the same. That's the same thing Trudy says. <laughs> I just see the class shoot at it. What do you, what do you mean? Point at what and break point and what 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 is all that? Yeah, and then once finally it just kind of I took a couple of lessons with Gary down at Windwalker, mm -hmm. and that helped a lot. And once I kind of kind of figured out my my little thing, then I was able to shoot some. Now I don't I don't hit a whole lot of them, but I'm a learning. And then and you have. And you have fun while you're doing it, right? Yeah. And then we're going, and I don't know if y'all have ever been or not. Have y'all ever been to the 74 Ranch Resort? Down, in San, down around Cumber, or yeah. Cumberland? Or uh, something Near, like that. I don't know, San Antonio. It's San Campbell. Antonio area, yeah. No. Well, we have a trip scheduled, and it would sure be fun if y'all went. But 
we are uh, headed down there the end of this month. And with 74 Ranch, you go, and of course, you pay a fee, and that's where you can, and it includes all your shooting, all your food, your lodging, and drinking. (laughs) I can drink a lot. And it's just, you know, you just go out there just to practice. Yep. Um, I think they. I think I've heard they've got four four machines on every station or something oh, like that. Milo Milo Abercrombie is the one that seven or eight. Yeah. And they're targets. You're shooting over water. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can start up close with the bird if you want to, and then back up. Yeah. And, and in the evenings, they they feed you three meals a day, and then that's why I go because someone's feeding me three meals a day. I'm not having <laughs> to cook. And. and you know, and then all the alcohol, and so after everybody's done, they come back to the lodge, and the guys are cleaning guns, and we're making drinks and eating, and it is so much fun. And it's, I enjoy it because I get to, sometimes it shoots, I don't get a chance to to talk to you guys even, for instance, and, and just, hey, where are y'all from? What do you do? How long have you been married? I don't get to, you know, ask any of that kind of stuff because it's always just kind of shooting related right and fast and yeah there's a big social aspect to it when we go down there as well as you know getting to practice i angie i would absolutely take you up on it if we weren't going to tucson for western regionals oh yeah that's why jerry's not going yep i would absolutely say yes well if we go another time we go you guys will have to go with us i promise one more question for you before we get off here Hey, uh, do you want to take your services outside of Lubbock and do other clubs, or are you? Well, you know, I'm definitely willing to do that. Hmm. I'm definitely willing to do that. Okay. So. How how do people get in touch with you, Angie? Um, they can reach me on my cell phone, which I can give that out. Email. You're more than welcome. Uh, it's at eight zero six. Seven eight six six zero seven seven, and then my email is Angie A N G I E underscore Teal T E A L at hotmail dot com. Hotmail, hotmail, That's the old hotmail. Hey, at least it ain't AOL. It ain't AOL. No, my mom's got AOL. Miss Angie, I have one more question for you, just as it may be a little nugget for everybody. Um, what is the best advice that you could give for like a first time, some company, something wanting to put on a charity shoot? Like what, what would be a little nugget of information that they would be like, damn, I'm glad I know that. Start working on it now for 2023. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to not wait to the last minute and think you're going to throw something together real quick. And, um, you know, to, to reach out to someone that, that has some knowledge about it, you know, cause, cause I, you know, like me, I, I'll, I'll go to meetings and I'll suggest things. And if, and, and that's what I tell them, they're just suggestions and they, and sometimes if they want to steer another way and I'll say, let me tell you, we've, we've tried all the ways, believe me, I've been to many shoots and we, let's try this or let's try this. And, and to just, you know, be open. If someone is coming to talk to you, be open to what they say. And, um, you know, you can have a successful event. 
but it can't, it's very difficult to be thrown together, you know, just in a couple of months, unless you just have a lot of people and volunteers that can help you. So the, I, that's a lot of words and you, you phrased that beautifully, but I'm going to condense that to what I heard and what I heard the best advice for someone wanting to put on a shoot is just to hire you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> hurt. No, that, no. that works too. <laughs> if I heard you correctly, cause I'm like, <laughs> Oh no, let's just get Angie involved right now and make it successful and make it fun. And yeah, cause there's so many fun things you can do, you know, and I'm still learning, you know, the go, I love going to different shoots where you see something you're like, Hey, that's pretty cool. Or Hey, you know, we need, we ought to, do something like that because you know you try not to turn out the same ideas every time but sometimes the only way are, are, of making extra money are, are ways that we do it you know but I'm always looking for a new fun game side game or you know something like that to do I'm actually in you know trying to figure out what to do with the ranger shoot in in regards to that so can I, can I give can I give a suggestion you certainly can I'm always open to suggestions I know you can't call it make a break, but I know you can call it snooker. You can call it anything else. But I, I think that that game right there draws a crowd and probably can raise as much money as anything for actually putting bullets down range and, and throwing targets. And I, I think that's a great way to go. How many uh, traps do you think I would need for that? Seven. Nine. Eight. Oh, yeah, nine. Eight, Eight. or nine. Yep. yep. Yeah, no. Yes, ma'am. Two ones and you could probably condense it a little bit and get down to six or seven and still have a tremendously fun time and actually have a chance for the shooters to win a little something back. Right. Um, and that's you know, if they want to do it that way, especially with the Rangers shoot. Um, even when we have our long bird at the end of the day, whoever has the highest score, we do prizes that people can't get anywhere. Like we, we have tooled, pistol cases leather pistol cases you know just not everybody can go get those that have the ranger badge on them you know or we even have uh shotgun scabbards that well, they had one made for my husband that's absolutely beautiful and it is tooled and, and they have an inmate in huntsville that does all of this work and it's insane the talent that this guy has well he's got the time <laughs> yeah. he does have the time but yeah <laughs> That is very. That is a very captive labor force. Miss, <laughs> yes. Angie, um, may I give like a piece of advice, or not a piece of advice, but like a suggestion that I would like to see? Sure. That would help me because I'm the one that really keeps up with the calendar in our family, right? And um, you you put out your beautiful save the dates, mm -hmm. and then I go and I see the flyer but I have to actually go in and manually enter those into my Apple or Google calendar. Okay. If there was some way that it could just auto populate or, you know, just go in there and smash the button and what is this? And, and put my, you know, save the date actually in my actual calendar. So it saved me time that I would see that you would have precedence over a lot of other shoots that come up because I forget. Okay. I'll have to look into that on how to do that. Save that. Uh, let me get you. I'm going to, I'm going to ask you two ladies something. Yes. Cause I, I always struggle with this. Um, I know that buckles are the big draw 
in the in the in the beginning i was like who in the hell would want a buckle i was wrong so we of course we do the buckles and specifically for both the ranger shoot and iof you know we we offer them for for each flight do do is there something other than a buckle i have noticed bracelets for women the I bracelet have, is my favorite that i've gotten so far it is okay That's, i am dreaming what? of a buckle yeti i carry yeti with me 24 7 and i'm like if i could just have a buckle yeti my life would be complete and i just go pro at shooting at that point because you know like I don't mind doing the buckles and the for the teams and all that, but if it's an HOA female, which we offer for each one of the flights, I want to do something different this year for the for the HOA female. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, I'll tell you, you know, along you know- the same the same lines, Angie. It was uh, the coolest trophy I ever got, and I thought it was the most simplest out of all of them. Was in Arizona, mm-hmm. in Tucson. I don't remember what the name of the shoe was, but it was a piece of rock. Believe it or not, it was a sandstone rock that had two holes in it with a little plaque plaque or something on it. And it was a runner up or something, blah, 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 blah. It's a piece of art. But it was a piece of art. And you talk about something that I I like that trophy probably more than just about any of them. It, It was just amazing. I, I don't know how to describe that. You should. Hey, hey, Jason. Jason. Yes, sir. You're not a female. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just talking. Ideas. No, no. Hush. Zip, zip it. Zip, back. zip it. Zip, shut up. Zip it. You just send me a picture of that and text it to me. Well, okay. I will. That's that's my favorite of Jason's, but I like the bracelet because I'm not going to wear a belt buckle anywhere. Like, no. But I can wear that bracelet every day. Right. And I, wear, and I can carry the Yeti. Like you know what I'm talking about the yeah, buck- and we we did tumblers last year. Um, I can't remember I, what. I own one. Yes, I wasn't good enough to win one, so <laughs> <laughs> I would like to try again this year, please. <laughs> you have to come out. That's why you have to go, you know. And then of course we encourage the youth to come out, so we, you know, are doing the youth buckles, you know, for them. Yes. Unless there's a better youth prize. Get them a poppet. They're fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, no striker! I'm so tired of fidgets and poppets. I know. Oh mercy! Every parent will hate you if you do that. De- Never mind. Don't do that. They don't want to do that. I just I don't like to ever throw the same shoot. I I like at least like to change some of the items in and out. You know, so I, I don't like to churn out the same party. That's just kind of how I am. Like Whatever it. you do, Angie, I'm going to tell you, it's going to be the best of the best. And you always have great ideas. And I have to tell you that you are the reason I fell in love with Lubbock. Well, and that- your, your bright shining face and your your cheesecake, man. I'm 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 all in <laughs> to go into Lubbock anytime I have a chance to. Every time, every time I'm like, oh, if I could just get to Lubbock and Angie's there. Yeah. Um, be a good day. This is going to be fun. Yep. <laughs> Everybody thinks of them stupid cheesecakes that are so easy to make. <laughs> I know I can make it now. I can. I got you, girl. You gave me the recipe. I'm good to go. It's like three yeah. ingredients. Yeah, people are like, can I have the recipe? And I said, no, because it's it makes me sound less great if I give you the recipe. <laughs> I'm lesser gooder with the recipe. I'm, I'm, I'm lesser gooder. 
I'm grape, water, and sugar. That's all you need to know. Grape, water, and sugar, Mike. Purple, water, and sugar. Purple, water, and sugar. That is sugar, butter, and cream cheese is what that is, and a whole lot of love. That's what that is. Not asking for the recipe so that the only way Mike is going to get your cheesecake is to take me to Lubbock to get said cheesecake. That's it. Period. To Lubbock whenever. Every time I can make a plethora of desserts, and if Daryl Crutcher is there, he will come up and say, where are the Rice Krispie treats? (laughs) Are you nice? Yeah. He will eat them until he is blind. (laughs) <laughs> that is too fun. That is I'm too like, fun. Really, look at all this crap I made, and you want Rice Krispie treats? It, yep, that's what I want. <laughs> yes, please. Hey. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Nap, crackle, pop. That's what you like. Miss Angie, Angie, before we get you out of here, what's your email address again? It's Angie underscore teal at hotmail.com. Okay. Or you can find her on Facebook at Springing Teal consulting yes did they get that right you yes you did yes good okay all right all right i love you miss angie thank you well, for coming. i appreciate the opportunity and i always enjoy talking to y'all and i hope i get to see you guys soon um i think we'll be there for the next wind walker register shoot if y'all will be there we will. what is that it is i think coming up on the 20th of this that's what i was gonna say 20th or 23rd or something like that yeah and then i i obligated myself or volunteered to be also on the perry eccles board oh, oh very that's nice good. that's a good that's shoot good. too so, very yeah. nice yeah very nice here and you know i just thought it was the sweetest thing so i happened to be down there and they're like looking for different board members and i said well i will gladly help i don't know what i can do but i will i will gladly offer any assistance so miss well, angie before we let you go do you have anything you, that you would like to plug do you have any uh, uh people on the outside inside helping any sponsors anything that you would love to give a shout out to or anything not yet like i said i'm just kind of getting started and um wait 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 Basically. i do I know that what we haven't talked about. Um, her next shoot, if I've got this correct, is going to be April 16th. Is that correct? Yes, I'm having one. I'm glad you brought that up, Clay. I'm having one, and it's uh, with TACA, is what it, stand, what it stands for. And it's the Texas Air Conditioning Group. And what they do is one day a year, all of these local heating and air conditioning guys donate labor and parts and they all day long for whatever money is raised they go and they help um low poverty elderly who need help with any of their heating and air conditioning needs at no cost to them and i didn't even know that they were doing this sort of thing it's been going on for several years and i had talked to one of the gentlemen and he's like yeah we had a shoot last year and we made just like $4,000. And I was like, Ron, wh- what is going on? We can make this so much better. Please let me help you. So, um, you know, I said, this this community of guys, if if people know what's actually going on, they'll come and shoot for that because they'll come for lunch and spend, you know, some money and come shoot some targets and have a good time. And then so Lonnie and I purchased a 
Beretta A400 through cold gunsmithing, and they put the cold triggers and everything in it. And I just posted it today on Facebook, and it has the Constitution, We the People on one side, and then it has the American flag on the other. Really cool. And they're, it's hard to get Beretta A400s right now. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like a, a chore. So I was glad we we got that for them. But anything to try to – I think that they used to just do all of their – shooters internal within their organization and i said no absolutely not let's turn it out and have lots of guys come and raise you guys some money so we're going to have that one on april 16th here in here in lubbock to help with low Damn, income. I figured that should be july august uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> they're raising the money now so that they can <laughs> later that's what's going to happen right i tell you we're it'll it'll be here before we know it mm-hmm Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So, no, I just, I appreciate you letting me come on and and talk about what I've got going on. And like I said, it's always a pleasure. I love to see when y'all are at a shoot. It makes it even more fun. And um, I hope we get to shoot many more events together in, this year. We're going to, yes, ma'am. And, and we're going to give it some time, and we'll revisit with you and and see how you've grown your business. Because again, a woman in sporting clays with a business just is that excites me. Like, yes, ma'am. Well, good. Well, I might need some helpers, so I might be recruiting. I, I, Let's hope. Pick me. <laughs> pick me. Pick me. Love you, Miss Angie. Okay. Y'all have a good evening, and thanks again. Good night, Angie. Appreciate it. Good night, Angie. Thank good night, you. Dear. Bye, guys. Bye.